If overall the interest rates have dropped off by another 0.5-0.6%, that means that mortgage capacity and availability and confidence in the market should start to build up. People get fed up, don't they? We've seen that even in the time we've been doing it. I'm sure you heard that from your other developers. People don't like to sit on their hands too long and they also get used to the position that they're in. Hello and welcome to the Property Developers Secrets podcast with myself... And John Chevlane from Pilotfish. So Lord's show me not. the money, Chevlane. Show me the money, Chevlane. Okay, <laughs> all right. You've been thinking about that one. One hundred percent. You know, this is, I've always thought. Have I got the guts to come out with that? But I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you guys how to get the money. You know, it's all good. It's he was good. sitting there on his hands, when he's like, show me the money. <laughs> <laughs> First ever podcast. So excellent, excellent. So yeah, I haven't got Lloyd with me today. Well, obviously, show me the money, um, and we're going to be talking about market conditions from a lender's perspective. So John is from um, is from Pilotfish, who's one of the brokers that has worked with Whitebox and supported Whitebox and all the masterminders for well several years now, isn't it, John? Yeah, about about that time. Yeah. yeah. So you know, so pretty much you know, pretty much as long as the masterminds have been going, we'll say that. Um, and, um, you know, so you guys are at the fingertip of what's happening in the market all the time. You're always, that's your job, basically, to understand and predict and all those kind of things, what's happening. So we'll have a bit of a conversation around that. Yeah, 100%. We get, like, investment clients, development clients. So, obviously, we've got short-term review over what's going on with interest rates that affects developers. But they're more medium-term, longer-term for what's happening with the investment market if people are obviously got portfolios or, or looking to do build to rent strategies. So we have to have a bit of a, a view around the short term position and also that, that sort of long term issue as well. Okay. So but your personal background is you know you're from an FD background, aren't you? So financial director. Yeah, yes, yeah. so I've worked in financial services. Um, when I was studying to be an accountant uh, for TravelX, so doing like commercial models, forecast, business plans, that kind of stuff. Um, understanding finance products. Um, so did that whilst I was studying and then kind of went into property development by virtue of being an FD for a large regional co-op. So we owned about £300 million worth of real estate. So we actually got involved as well, me being an employee, got involved in um, some pre-development, some flips, land sales, all that kind of stuff really. So we think you know, we've got quite a lot of commercial experience by virtue of our, our background, but also, you know, I've been in finance for, believe it or not, 25 years. And I don't look like I could be in finance for 25 years, but yeah. Well, only you said that. 100%. Well, that's just the feedback I get from clients, you know, albeit I've got a few grey hairs now, which comes with a job, you know, it's all good. Okay, so look, we're, we're taking this opportunity because we're actually in the middle of our Property Developers Secrets course, the last one of the year at the moment, and you come in on that course to talk to the guys about the position of finance. So we thought, you know, around your talk, we'd jump on and take this opportunity to sort of talk about the market conditions at the moment. And, you know, there's some real positives in there. But the day we're filming this is actually the day that they've just announced the interest rates and what they're going to do with them. So you want to give us an update on what, what that is? And yeah, yeah. So um, obviously we look at the, effectively for developers, we look at like the 12-month um, Sonya rates. So they're like swap rates that are issued out in the markets. So that gives um, an overview of what's available, expected. The markets are expecting the base rate to be over 12 months. So for the first time this week, we'd seen that the forecast was actually lower than the existing base rates. That's the first time in a number of years that that's been the case. I know it's only a small um, reduction on what the actual current base rate is at 5.25. So the 
12 month um, Sonya is currently at 5.2, but it shows that the average cost of funds in the market is expected to be around where we are today. So it might mean there's a short term increase, maybe one, potentially even two, but actually for the cost of your development program in the next 12 months, actually your cost of funds is going to be lower than what the base rate is today, which is great news for developers. Yeah, really good, really good. And so, then actually moving on into like <coughs> longer term, by the time you get planning and go into an 18-month, two-year program for when you actually, um, you know, your, your development could go on for that long, the forecasted rate in two years' time, average cost of funds about 46 So that is showing a positive trend that, you know, rates are going to come down. Okay, well, that's good. Look, 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 we've got to slow this down. You're getting a bit excited there, John. You're, oh, you're trying to show us the money, aren't you, already? Yeah, look. So let, let's, let's pick that apart because <laughs> people might not be used to talking finance all day. Yep. You know, like, this is your world, isn't it? You know, so do you want to sort of, like, digest that and, like, break that down? So what we're saying is because, obviously, we were sitting on a really low interest rate for quite a long time, and people kind of got used to that, didn't they? And over the last, you know, few months, year or so, it's been creeping up, and it's been freaking people out. It slowed the market down. People are sitting on their hands. They're not buying because they're scared of what their mortgage is going to be. Yep. And, you know, it's pretty much, it's stagnated the market as we sit here at the minute a bit, hasn't it? And it's some of the bigger developers have slowed down production because of that because they're worried about where that's going. And, you know, we're, we're looking for signs of that to at least slow down and, and forecast for the future. And what you've just said there in my ears, and you can confirm, is that actually for the first time in a long time, that's showing that, sort of we're kind of near the peak of that mountain and it's settling down and probably over the next year certainly two years is going to start coming down the other side and leveling off and we're probably gonna to have to get used to a higher rate aren't we it's never gonna go back where it was but the bit that people were scared of is going to keep going is definitely capping yeah 100 percent. so you know imagine the worst case position i suppose with liz trust and the budget and everything that got issued out there we were in a position at one point where commercial mortgage terms were being issued out at 10%. You know, that's the volatility that was there last year. Um, and I would say even earlier in the year, your commercial mortgages were around sevens, high 6%. That's because the lenders were scared of what's going to happen, yeah? 100% of the forecast was proving that the cost of funds, the long-term market expectation was the cost of funds were going to be much higher than where they are now. Mm. So they've already started to come down. Um, so, you know, in, in the buy-to-let market, as an example, the five-year cost of funds have come down by like from about five and a half percent down to four and a half percent over the last three months. So that's been about 0.3 percent a month. It's just been dropping off. So that's why buy-to-lets now you can get buy-to-lets out there at like low low five percent now again. So, which... so so again, to reflect on what you're saying there, that when the lenders were scared, because the lenders get all this way before we, it hits our pocket, don't they? So when they were scared of what was going to happen, they hedged their bets on their long-term products and they have to put the, the rates real high. Yeah, now they're getting some visibility that things are going to cap or come down. We're going to start seeing in the, in the next sort of three, six, 12 months that we're going to feel that in the market and that there's going to be a lot more confidence in the fact that it's not going to go spiking up and it will cap down. Yeah, so it's already started to feed through really. So effectively, the banks will get bank funding. That's what the Sonya is effectively, into bank funding. So their, get, their, their cost of funds is coming down as we speak and, and therefore you're just waiting for that to kind of translate to seeing that with the products that are being made available by, by the mortgage lenders. Um, 
So yeah, effectively, we'd expect to see that in both the investment market, but also your regulated mortgage contracts. Um, so you'll just hopefully continue to see that that's moving in the right direction. Uh, and from a development standpoint and from a de- um, an exit strategy from your developments, it, it, the key thing that's probably been affecting the market is just about mortgage affordability. So when rates come down, that means that effectively, you know, when, when lenders are stress testing or checking affordability for those loans, they become more affordable. That means that they can actually give you a higher loan to value, which then just gives that extra liquidity in the market. So if we're on that like positive trend, you know, which starting hopefully started three months ago and will hopefully continue to feed through. And at the moment, like I said before, the market is increased, is expecting those rates to drop off year by year. So as we've effectively gone through that period of pain, we're now hopefully seeing that positive momentum where actually increased mortgage capacity is there again for people with income and income multiples. If inflationary position has gone up with people's wages as well, again, that will help with mortgage affordability. So I think we've probably gone through that period of pain and hopefully now on on that sort of tr- on that um, framework for you know the market being in a better position okay so let, let's break that down to a developer then um, so what that means where we're at in the market because potentially this is creating a perfect storm and you know from a developer's point of view so where we're at the market is obviously we're in a buyer's phase aren't we because you know, like, um, some of those big builders have started to phase down their production because they're you know, they're building like hundreds of houses. They can't be stuck with that kind of stuff. So you know, and they're juggernauts. So they have to make decisions from probably six months ago what are coming into their production line now. So where they were scared, they've gone off of um, production a little bit. Um, but like I say, they're building hundreds of houses. So where they downscale, basically they build with a load of subcontractors, don't they? Yep. Um, so those subcontractors are feeding back into the market because they're not getting the site work they used to get. So they're coming back into the sort of SME world that we we live in as small developers. And also it leaves the merchants with a load of stock on the shelves because it's not going out to your bigger developers. So they're a business like anyone else and they have to keep cash flow coming. They have to, they have to get their stock off the shelf. And the only way, the main key driver is that they'll put offers and reduce prices, won't they? Yeah, 100%. So like, obviously, we we like to have meetings with our like more experienced development clients that have been in the game for years. And it's all about listening on their experiences because they would have gone through these kind of positions before. And it's quite interesting that a few that I've, like a few meetings that I've held recently with those guys that are doing 10 million pound schemes that have been in the game for 20, 30 years, two or three of them have, have kind of not not been led down that path, but given that same feedback where they're saying, look, next at the moment, perfect time to buy because there's no, not much liquidity and therefore land values effectively dropping off. You can use existing construction costs and be conservative on your GDVs, on Redbook, therefore trying to get the, the land values would likely therefore be coming down um, and therefore you're in a great position to negotiate a low base point. Um, if that availability for um, you know construction work is not there or hasn't been there or starting to taper off in the market from the national house builders, well, that means that in theory, your negotiating position for labour costs should hopefully be lower next year. And to your point on the exact same thing on materials as well, so therefore, hopefully there'd be some price deflation, which therefore benefits you. And then coming through to moving forward to the exit, 
of your developments, if you were starting to develop in the spring of next year and ready for exit in the winter or spring of 2025, then hopefully by then, if the if overall the interest rates have dropped off by another 0.5, 0.6%, which seems to be the trend, then obviously that means that mortgage capacity and availability and confidence in the market should start to build up then. So it's almost, it truly is, could be the time to be starting like that, that journey. Perfect storm, yeah. isn't it? But also, even if those um, percentages don't come down and say they say the same, people get fed up, don't they? We've seen that even in the time we've been doing it. I'm sure you heard that from your other developers. People don't like to sit on their hands too long and they also get used to the position that they're in. So we saw it in COVID, didn't we? You know, that people, when it all happened and we went into lockdown, People have that shock factor. There's like you know they're they're like you know rabbits in headlights and they they close batten down the hatches. But then six months later they're kind of used to it, fed up with it, and they start releasing the money again, don't they? There's a lot of people got extensions and work around the house and all that kind of thing, you know. So and it's the same with the the, the sales market. People will the interest rates freak people out. Rabbit in headlights, they stopped. Six months down the line, even if nothing's changed, it's like, well, we've got to get used to where it is now. People won't live in the same place forever just because of that fear factor. So, it, you know, things will have recovered in a year's time well, either think, way. I think markets move as well. So, you know, we've got investment clients where, like you said, probably six months ago, you'd struggle to get something refinanced. But actually, you know, rental rental yields are going up or rental inflation is starting to go up to reflect um, a lack of supply in the market, which therefore means that something that might have been problematic six months ago is now actually starting to free up. So we get in quite a few like multi-unit block mortgage applications come through at end of development where, yes, we would have struggled six months ago, but like you said, rental capacity has gone up. So that's one positive momentum. And actually moving the other way, um, you've got the interest rates coming down. And, and, and at the same time, lenders have become more flexible with their products and doing lower interest rate products and putting their margins into their arrangement fees. So that, that's helping with affordability. So that's almost three different things there that have all moved in a positive direction, which is therefore enabling people to do things that they probably couldn't have done six months ago. Yeah, and even from our perspective, there's a couple of developments. You know, we were in the opposite you know, where are we saying the perfect storm, low buying market, improving market, affordable building uh, over the next 12 months. Some of the developments, you know, the finding development we've done, just the four we did, the original plan was to sell them. We, we got caught on the other side of that. Not that we bought in a high market, but, you know, the year it took to build them, get planning and build them, things have tailed off. But we're now taking advantage of that that inflation in the rental market because developments is a seesaw in it, the market is. So if there's no sales, then rental goes through the roof because people have got to live somewhere. So, you know, we're getting more rent in that village than has ever been known. And we put them on as we speak here. They hit the listing yesterday afternoon. There's already two viewings booked in. And, you know, I'd suggest that give it another four or five days, they'll all be full uh, at the highest rents that village has ever seen. So we've... Development is always important to have a double strategy, isn't it? That if you're, but the the key to that is if you're buying right. So in the market that we're entering in now, in the phase, as long as you buy right, your exit, you know, you're covered. That if we get that inflation over the next um, sale inflation, then you're going to be great to sell them. 
if it stays where it is or tails off, then rental is going to be really strong anyway. So you're going to have a natural sort of twin exit, if you like, aren't you? Hundred percent. Yeah. So you look at it, and like the perfect perfect position is that you, you know it gets that back to that position. Have we been in a position in the last two three years with those no money down deals? They've been very very difficult to achieve, but. If you get the timing right, then then you can achieve those because then it's actually if you've built for less than you're expecting to build, you've bought with the view that the build costs were going to be higher and the GDP was going to be lower, and you flip all those things the other way around over a two-year framework, well then yes, hundred percent your profit could be a large proportion of the GDV, which therefore means that you know you've got twenty-five percent of GDV profit. Again, the current market's been extremely difficult to achieve those sites of developments, which mean that people have have been having to leave money in the deal and not only that some of the developers have probably struggled to get 75 percent buy to let loans against their higher valued properties um but we are starting to see that your standard like one two bed with yields of i think i worked out the other day like you you break even yield to get a 75 percent mortgage at the moment on an investment basis is about four five point four percent yield so that that's actually pretty standard in most places in the country. Um, so yeah, we're, we're certainly seeing some positive signs in that in that respect. Cool. Okay, so it feels a bit to me that the kind of market we're in, you know, you go speaking to Bob down the pub, he's going to tell you that you know that now's a terrible time for developments because house don't sell and all that kind of stuff. And as we know, a good investor or a good property developer has more of a contrarian kind of view on things because if the, if Bob down the pub's telling you you shouldn't be doing it, it's probably the right time to do it. So it feels like we're entering that phase. Uh, we'll call it a day at that. I think that's been really useful. I'm sure that there's a lot of people out there who are going to get a lot of comfort from that talk. Um, yeah, I think it's an exciting time for developers, isn't it? 100%. 100%. Cool. So that was... John, show me the money, Chevrolet. <laughs> um, that's my new strap line. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, yeah, really exciting times. And I found that really useful. I'm sure you guys did too. See you next time.